Hi everyone and welcome to the Arta Ask Me Anything podcast with Carl Bute. It feels like it's been quite a while. I have moved. Carl has been abroad in Portugal doing some conference work. Carl, how are you? I am awesome, Arta. It's great to uh, be back after these exciting travels, Portugal and short trip just north of Quebec City as well. So now back here for a month and then off again to Asia. So you know, let's make the most of it. And we're slowing down our cadence a bit too. So that's why... There's a bit more time in between each one of these as you're back in school as well. So it's yeah. uh, exciting. You're back in Manchester. So, wow. Yeah, I'm back in Manchester, back for my final year of my degree. It's really interesting doing this podcast alongside this degree because it's really pulling into some course content, actually. And I, I almost feel like an expert sometimes. Today, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic that I have a big fat question for you, Carl. And the question is why? Why is Netflix announcing that they're going to start opening stores in 2025? Yeah, they say a thing you got to ask. Yeah, you got to ask why like five times in a row to get the real answer. Sometimes, right? So maybe we'll get to five whys here. But yeah. I guess the first quick answer is they've been doing pop ups, you know, and they probably saw some interesting stats off of that, including they did uh, their Stranger Things pop up in Paris, and there's been, I believe, some around Squid Games and even Bridgerton closer to you. Um, so maybe now they feel like they have a bit of a better feel for the opportunity, which is great. What pop-ups tend to do is they sort of help you measure and see if it's worth investing longer term in some fixed, more fixed retail. That's the first why I think that they've sort of already scratched the surface of the opportunity. The second why, uh, to use our friend Steve Dennis's, uh, bifurcation model is the idea that retail is sort of going to these two extremities, either hyper convenient sort of price sensitive for low consideration or high what i call delight in my index but just high experience and one of the challenges when you're doing high experience is content it's you know doing these sort of activations that keep people engaged and wanting to come back for more and when you're netflix you have that you know in 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 droves sort of like disney has it for their theme parks well you could sort of think about maybe opening a mini theme park around all the content that you have that's every month, every week basically being renewed uh, in these platforms and to monetize those further than just a subscription model. And I think really maybe build community a bit. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up Disney actually. I feel like Disney is potentially the ideal model that they're looking to of the potential for these kind of things. I mean, at first I was thinking, okay, a pop-up, that makes sense. But to have a permanent retail store it's obviously something they can afford, but I did I did wonder. Yeah, I mean, the idea is, well, first of all, let's be fair with Disney comparison. It's a sort of a loose one because Disney does these, does these massive theme parks, right? These are huge investments and it's a big part of their business model, where, whereas these are going to be smaller, probably, you know, a fraction of a percent of their business model kind of, you know, yeah. but the bigger sort of brand awareness, the brand equity that they're building, I think is is, is really important. And, you know, yes, it's a bigger investment than doing just pop-ups. But at the end of the day, if it really doesn't work, I'm sure that within a year or two, they can shut them down if it's really not giving them the traction. The biggest challenge, quite honestly, is, the, is not the traction, is the distraction that this could create. Because whenever businesses are making strategic decisions around where to invest their people, time, and money, and those three finite right resources that even for Netflix are finite, they're not infinite, yeah. right? So they need to... Uh, they need to be considerate of, okay, while we're doing this, we're not doing that. Well, what is that resource allocation? What kind of energy is it t- taking? 
and what is the return on that investment look like for them? So I think it's it's fascinating. I think it, it plays to a lot of trends right now. And one of those trends is also you got to take chances. You got if you want to be innovative and, and find new ways of doing things, then you got to you know go into some directions that maybe you wouldn't be expected otherwise to uh, to push into. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like we've spoken about experiential economy, and I kind of like that term actually because I feel like there's so much happening in that space as a Swifty, seeing what Taylor Swift is achieving with her cinema era's experiences, I think that just shows the certain power that whether it's Taylor Swift or a company like Netflix, you're right, they could just take a chance and try something new. It might not need to fit into a, a retail mold if they're doing it for this reason, but it just, you know, could be something amazing. Absolutely. And I think we'll shout out to Tom Fishburne in the Marketunist caricature of the week where the share of wallet is sort of bifurcating as well. McKinsey coined it the, the zero consumer, something I'm paying you know more attention to as well, this idea that we can be more than one thing at the same time. We can be very price sensitive on some categories and sort of splurging on others. And this whole retailtainment component or entertainment component that you bring up where some analysts showed that 4% growth of gross domestic product in the US, apparently a lot of it would have come from the Taylor Swift, Beyonce and Barbenheimer. Uh, the Barbie yeah. Oppenheimer, you know, these billion dollar box offices coming together. So between those three phenomena, you know, they would have probably pushed up the gross domestic product of the United States, which is crazy when you think of it, when we're supposed to be in a place in time where inflation is hurting everybody, while there's certain categories that obviously aren't being uh, so hurt, while others definitely are, because we're seeing more store closures. We saw Rite Aid in the US with a huge pharmacy chain, not as big as, as Boots in, in the UK, but almost. You know, announced that they're going into bankruptcy protection. So, and that's like an essential good, right? When you think pharmacies, everybody needs a pharmacy. Well, yes, but they need the right pharmacy. While at the other end, they're spending a couple hundred dollars, a couple thousand dollars even for tickets to go see idol Taylor Swift. So, that's the world we're living in, Arda. And I think that's the world Netflix is trying to catch up to. How else do you think this Netflix ploy is going to play out? What do you think are some of the key things that they will be looking for as maybe success indicators? Well, you know my go-to, Arda. Let's see if we've been learning anything along this podcast journey of ours. What would be the first word that you would think would come out of my mouth now? Data. I think the data part could be really interesting. I think they can sort of gauge interest around certain brands and see where the demand is uh, to go beyond uh, just, you know, let's do, should we do another season of Stranger Things? You know, we use sort of these stores as focus groups for our key demographics. Are people asking for more Bridgerton? Or is the Squid Game still have some life left in it? And that's always sort of my reflex is they're looking for more data. And, and what's interesting from Amazon, when they open physical stores, I always thought they have this really, you know, deep view of the digital customer, but they have a very blind view of the physical customer. And I suspect, although entertainment is pretty much all digital and Netflix, I mean, it's on our screens and whatnot, but maybe to have that different perception, maybe see viscerally if there's a connection with the Netflix consumer and if they can build on that and create even more of an attachment because we know from tons of different studies that what we call the omni-channel shopper, the person that connects with a brand at different platforms online, in store, on social, etc., tends to be a better customer for us. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think my personal prediction, I don't currently see much value in it. I guess I would have to really be inside Netflix to understand. But to me, I'm currently thinking exciting, but perhaps a fad that is gone within a couple years. 
but who knows? I might be wrong. And also, if I am right, a couple of years might be enough for them to gather that information they're looking for. Well, what's important here, Arda, don't forget, is that they're constantly coming up with new content. But I totally agree. Like, if it was just a, a Stranger Things store, yeah, it's already running out of steam, I think, you know, or, or the other franchises right now. But they're always creating new franchises. So even more so than Disney in some ways. So they're always going to have sort of, a, if, if they play their cards right and look at creating sort of always this top of mind sort of cultural, culturally relevant content, they should always have something to bring to us and it can be in different forms. It can be in games, it can be in food, it can be in immersive experiences so they can do, I mean, and they're creative people at the, at the core, hopefully at the core. So get their creators to work on this. I think, I don't know, I'd be disappointed if they weren't able to maintain some sort of engagement unless this, the financial model doesn't work. Yeah, I guess we shall see. I think I'm more cynic see. here. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. It's been really lovely to talk about Netflix and to catch up with Carl. As always, leave a comment if you found this interesting or if you want to join the conversation. And thank you guys for watching. Bye, guys. Bye for now. <laughs>